right, everybody, welcome in to Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle podcast. I am Joel Fragamini, your host for today's show. And of course, if you've listened to last week's show, you know why I'm the host and not Tom McCarthy. We had a wonderful send off for Tom last week uh, on the show. So if you listen to that, if you haven't, that'll explain everything that you need to know about Tom not being here and me being here. But I was always the producer. You know, you'll hear all that stuff, too. But listen to Tom's uh, goodbye on last week's show. If you didn't have a chance to hear that, uh, it's fantastic. Um, Working with Tom was great. I think I've said all that on that show. Uh, We will miss Tom, but he'll be back when he's got a week at the Comedy Castle. Tom is coming on the show. I will not let him not come on. So we'll hear more of Tom down the road. But now you got me. That's what you got this week. And you get Isabel Hagen, our headliner this week. From Thursday to Saturday, the 12th through the 14th, doing five shows. Isabel Hagen, who uh, I tried to get this across in the interview with Isabel, as you'll hear, about what a hit she was when she was here last time. And she was quite a hit. Very popular with the staff, with the patrons and everybody. And uh, you'll hear that interview. I'm going to make one quick, uh, I don't know if it's an apology or maybe something that could have been misconstrued in the interview. Was I was talking about uh, women liking uh, female comics more than guys. And I hope it didn't turn into Isabel is just a comedian for women or something. But I did sort of try to make the point that like people come to Comedy Castle and more women are likely to come in larger numbers when it's a female headliner, which is, we think, a thing that's true. And I hope that didn't get misconstrued into me being a weird sexist pig, because that's not the case. So anyway, I hope that comes across in the year. It's a great interview. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Isabel's so funny, and we'll talk about all the things she's up to and some other things. Um, but let's talk about what's going on this week at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle uh, on the 11th. That's Wednesday of this week. Open mic night at 7.30 p.m. Uh, a whole mixture of professional and amateur comedians doing their thing at open mic night. It's always fun at open mic night. That's what I say before the show. We've got a mixture of some professional and some amateurs. They're all doing short sets. It's always a good time here at open mic night. That's what I say at the beginning of the show. It's my little spiel and I'll do it here. Open mic night, five bucks. I think it's five bucks. Yeah. Open mic night. Come out for that. And then Isabel, like we talked about Isabel Hagen Thursday, Friday and Saturday. And that's uh, two shows on uh, 7.30 Thursday, 7.15 and 9.45 on Friday, 7 and 9.30 Saturday. And uh, Isabel Hagen has two really great opening acts, too. Brett Hayden, who you guys might know from this show. He's been on many times with Tom talking about his comedy rumble. He's your feature act. And Mary Spencer, I believe, making her debut as a weekend MC. It's always an exciting uh part of a comedian's career when you make your MC debut as Mary Spencer will be doing this weekend. She's very funny. So come to those shows. And then Sunday. uh, Oh boy. I was writing down the pronunciation. He says it on a YouTube clip that I just watched. Uh, I think it's Alingan Mitra. Alingan Mitra. I think you saw he pronounced it. That's Sunday at 7 PM. Here's the deal. That show sold out. He's sold out. I'm not even I didn't have a chance to speak to him, but his show on Sunday is sold out. Now, there may be tickets that open up, open up. So check 
comedycastle.com. Uh, if you really want to come and you haven't gotten tickets to see uh, a Lingon, call the Comedy Castle at 248-542-9900. But I believe it's sold out. He's a hot act. He's on for one night, one show. Come on. So good on uh, Alingon for selling out. That's uh, that's great. So anyway, um, also got to mention comedy classes. I think I, I probably mentioned that with Tom, but I started the new advanced comedy class this past Saturday on uh, on the seventh and had uh, fourteen folks show up for that. That's more than I thought I could even handle, but 14 showed up. And I know Bill Bouchard had a great turnout for his classes, his beginner comedy class. If you want to do stand-up comedy and you don't know, how do I get into stand-up comedy? How would I do this? How would I be funny on stage in front of people? We can teach you at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle. Uh, I believe the new classes start uh, in March. The new round of classes. I'll have a new one and Bill Bouchard will have new ones. He has a couple of different sessions if you want to do the beginner comedy class. And uh, it's always fun with Bill Bouchard and me teaching. I enjoy that so much. And uh, yeah, come to a class. You'll have a good time. All right. Let's get uh, back into uh, what we're doing here today. Isabel Hagen uh, plays a viola. And it's really, I talk about it in the interview. It is not maybe what you think it's going to be, a comedian playing a viola. And we go over it. Um, but if you like a, a comedy that is sarcastic, edgy, and really funny, uh, come see Isabel this weekend. I think you'll hear her sarcasm uh, to some degree in this interview. Um I, I again, I tried to do a good job. I did have technical issues. That is the thing that that sort of almost sunk my first show was I could not get it technically to work the way I wanted to on the telephone. I mean, I think as it turned out, it turned out fine. But I had to. I So I spent much of the show apologizing that I tried to cut out my apologies for screwing up, making her wait for me and my technical screw ups. And then uh, the ending, which I actually left this in. <laughs> She, I think she thought I had hung up when I hadn't hung up, and I left that in. So you guys listen to that, and you tell me who you think. Was I at fault there? I think I was at fault. Well, maybe we'll talk when we come back. Why don't we just go to the interview? All right, guys, listen to this. Here's Isabel Hagen. Well, it's good to talk to you, and I'll tell you why. You know, you when do you, when were you at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle last? Has it been two years it was, or a year and a half? It's summer of twenty one. Yeah, so, so you were you were probably under the pandemic rules. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Although it didn't seem like there was. I don't know. <laughs> some people were in masks. Some weren't. Oh well, there's that. Yeah. Well, by the way, one person wears a mask. Sometimes two. Do you know who the person right. is that always wears the mask at the Comedy Castle? No. It's me. <laughs> okay. It's me Have because... Have we met before? What's that? Have we met before? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm Joel that door. works the door. Okay. <laughs> I'm usually the guy that starts the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Mark Ridley's right. Comedy Castle. Are you ready for a great show tonight? We got a great great. show tonight with your headliner. She's been seen on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon in multiple appearances. And her YouTube show, A Violist, can be found 
I, I kind of screwed that one up. <laughs> I like a violist. I like a violist that. is that is that what it's sure. called? Did I get that right? It's called is a violist. It's like a play on my name. Oh, is a violist. It's another joke so. went right over my head. <laughs> but I like a violist. A vi- is a, I didn't say is a viol. Oh, okay. A viol is well, yeah. All right, I was just watching that before I talked to you. Oh, cool. I saw you marrying Joe List. Right, Sarah told him much. <laughs> yeah, they're great. They are great. I love Joe because yeah. he's Joe's so punchable, isn't he? Oh, I just want to sure. punch Joe. He's like his face. Like he's a he's a great comic. But he oh, was. I would love to punch Joe. Well, no, I mean I don't want to. I don't want to punch anybody. <laughs> but Joe, because Joe, Joe is a bit about how he uh, he's diamond status on Delta. Uh-huh. <laughs> like he's a big shot, and you look at Joe. It's like, come right. on, dude. You know. Anyway. Oh, he's so funny. Yeah, but so your funny. series is great. I was watching that and uh, all kinds of stuff. So yeah, we're not uh, under uh, the pandemic rule, so we can have a full house this weekend. I hope we do. I like that you were using the pandemic as an excuse why I didn't sell out last time. <laughs> well, depending upon when you're there, it could have been quarter capacity. It could have been sure, uh, sure, half yes. capacity. <laughs> we did Ron White with half capacity, which, okay. you know, I'm sure people would have really liked to have gotten him. But, you know, no one cares now. People just sit together. Yeah. Strangers sit at the table. They laugh. No masks. It's a beautiful thing. Drinking coffee. No yeah. Body bodily fluids, aerosols, it's all, we're all one again. I think they just go, I want to watch a good comedy show because we've been packed. Our business is like really great right now. And then it's just like, I'll just take a week off work next week. That's all. That's how this works now. Right. It's the new normal. Right. It's like, well, do you need a vacation? <laughs> well, try, uh, yeah. try to get real close to people. Yeah, and, you know, you never know. Come to the comedy castle. You get a week <laughs> off the next week. Uh, so how well, did the how paid. how did the pandemic work for you? Did you get to do shows and all? Was that a, a a hard thing for you? Yeah, I mean, it really was tough because I going out and telling jokes is my favorite thing to do in the world. So yeah. it really sucked when we couldn't do it. I did some Zoom shows. I did oh. some park shows. But I I kind of eventually settled into not worrying about it and mm-hmm. just figured, well, it'll be back at some point, And when it is, I'll do it. And I, I wasn't stressing to do too many Zoom or outdoor yeah. things. I was just sort of using it as a time to do some other stuff. I, st- I started like a little podcast. And okay. Just, you know, took care of myself and all of those things. Collected unemployment. Yeah, I did uh, that too. Wonderful time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds that sounds fine. I mean, in artists life, uh, you know, you would think the the artists got screwed first, really, in the pandemic, didn't they? Yeah. In a sense. Arguably. Yeah. Or the people who who got the first strain of COVID and got very sick. Yeah. But besides them. That's bad, too. Real screwed. Yeah. Yeah. For our purposes, (laughs) we'll pretend the comedians and the artists and the musicians got it the hardest. But um, but yeah. So. This is and this is even uh, the other night, my manager, Dave, came up and said, say hi to Isabel. I'm so excited. She's coming back to the club. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Tell your manager, Dave, I say hi, too, and I'm so excited to be coming back. (laughs) Yeah, it's great because I think when we I don't think you had been there. uh, We didn't really know. And and then it was like uh, people like, oh, she plays her viola on stage. And everyone was like. 
that could not possibly be funny. There's no way that she is going to make that funny. And then, of course, it was completely delightful. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that it, it was a... Uh... That it worked out. I know people could be like, what is she just going to play like a whole box yeah. seat on stage? Well, I mean, when you think about musical comedians, it's not always the greatest reputation. You know, it's not, yeah. you know, the guy with the guitar singing song parodies and stuff. I mean, that, you know, like that plays in the sticks, but a lot of, you know, sophisticated comedy fans usually sort of look down on those kind of acts. <laughs> Um, and you're certainly not doing that and you're, you're not doing, uh, I mean, the closest thing I can think of is Henny Youngman, (laughs) right? (laughs) which is is nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You are, if you are not doing Henny Youngman in any way, I wouldn't say. Right. But I guess just in a way I am, but in a way I'm really not. Yeah. You're really not. Um, yeah, I do have a bit of an identity crisis with that because I don't think of myself as just a musical comedian, no. you know, because I didn't start that way. But you know, people people love the viola. Yeah, I, they do. I, love I do jokes, too. So I I try to just do like you know as many jokes as I can before I bring the thing out because once the viola comes out, it's like kind of steals the show. Oh, have you? you know? d- did you have so. to figure that out? Like this is the closer now because when I do it in the middle, people just scream for it the rest of the set. <laughs> they're just screaming for the viola. Yes, just running up on the. They, they're begging me to throw my bow out into the audience. Oh, that well, um, hey, yeah, well, it depends. Yeah, <laughs> it I depends would think on the so. setting, but for, for club shows, it's like once it comes out, it's not going back. Yeah, yeah. But when I do more experimental type things mm-hmm. where it doesn't all have to be, you know, a laugh every few seconds, I can bring it out and make it more of a whole extended experience. Mm-hmm. But but not. Not at the clubs, you know. Yeah, I want to want to make people laugh. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, and you you do great with that. And uh, you know, I was watching you. You've done the Tonight Show. Is it twice now? Yes, I just did my second one in October. Wow, that's fantastic. I mean, yeah, that's it was really a... fun. And I got they let me bring the viola this time. Oh, so. did they? <laughs> was there a debate when you go and the, some producers like you know we really just so you know. <laughs> we're not really do like props and stuff. So was there one of that or? <laughs> <laughs> no, there was none of that. I mean, I, I tried to get it on earlier and it didn't work out timing wise. So I wonder if at that point they were like, we're not ready for a viola. Who knows? <laughs> behind the scenes. But I, I wrote a very nice email being like, this is a version with the viola. I would love to do this oh, version, but it's yeah. not. But yeah. no, the most debate was if I could say the word whore on stage or not. Oh, really? That was because I, you know, I was like, should I have to replace it with tramp? Or, but eventually, I got a nice email that just said, "Whore is approved." Oh, so we got whore approved. It was a tender moment. Thanks, NBC. Yeah, thank you. Standards and practices. <laughs> yeah. In the context that you use it, it's appropriate. Sure. Yeah. What about think, you know? There was already yeah. If you're holding a viola, you can say whore, and if you're not, like. The viola classes up any language, maybe. I think so. I didn't have the viola in hand at that point, but I was talking about the viola. So it was it was a classy joke. I think so. You know, it, people were thinking of whore in a classy context, <laughs> you know, not in a whatever other context it is. But, uh, yeah, you know, I try to keep it classy, but dirty, but classy. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, I, I'm guessing, you know, I always explain this because I, I, I'm a comedian myself and I teach mm-hmm. comedy class. And I always say to audiences, to my students, I say, 
you know, women have to like what you do because at a mm-hmm. comedy club, it's more than half women. And right. and how I get to that number is, well, you have married couples or, you know, dating guy and girl couples. Right. You know, and then if you have a bunch of the same sex going out together, it's ladies. Right. It's a bunch of ladies having drinks. It's not a bunch of dudes. We do get a bunch of dudes once in a while that, you know, I had a pack of bros at a party. show. Yeah. Once. <laughs> yeah. But it's mostly ladies. So if women don't like what you're doing. They, they, you're not going to get anywhere with it. You know, women have to sort of approve. Now, I would take it your act. Uh, women must love your act, right? I mean, is that have you heard that mostly from women that are big fans or is it because uh, I mean, like that pack of bros, I could see loving you, too, though, you know? Yeah, it's tough to say. I mean, I think I definitely think a lot of women relate and enjoy mm-hmm. the act. Uh, I would love for more women to, to mm-hmm. reach out. You know, when I get dms and stuff it's usually just from men as you can imagine oh. <laughs> so I would, well I would love more women to express their enjoyment of what i do more outwardly well but yeah. I, I think they like it but this you is know, i'm a woman <laughs> yeah and this is the thing that i notice at the club when it's a female headliner way more women sort of you have those groups of women sort of choosing that week right like they look at the flyer and they go okay dude 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 Oh, here's a woman. Let's go to this one. I mean, as simple as that sounds, uh, oh, yeah. they will look and go, okay, let's, let's have a lady comic, you know? Right. Um, right. Even though we just had a female headliner, but hey, let's not worry about yeah. that. There's no quota at the comedy <laughs> castle. You're right. Yeah. They'll come, they'll, they'll come again. Yeah. With a feet of sweat. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't mean to put any pressure on you, um, but I, I do have the box office numbers. You want to go through those real quick and then I'll just give you the That'll numbers, yeah. give you a little target, something. You, no, I, I don't have any of that. That'll incentivize people to come. Like, well, <laughs> holy shit, there's only 10 people who bought tickets. Yeah. Better go. What about um, if we put like one of those like charity thermometers behind you? And it's mm-hmm. it's the grosses of the last female headliner we had. And then you just will slowly add to it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm awful. <laughs> Feel free to hang up anytime, Isabel. She's at the Comedy <laughs> Castle this weekend for five shows. Uh, let's get that in before you hang up on me. But no, we will not be doing that. Um, I would never hang up on you. No, Click. I <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think you'd be you'd be well within your rights to do that. All right, let's talk about uh, your music career a little bit. I was reading your bio on your website, and you played with uh, some really uh, musical acts that people will know. Tell us about that. Oh, sure. Let's well, have to remember what the website says. I think oh, it well, mentioned gonna... Bjork and Bjork. Uh, Steve Reich and yeah. the National. Sure. Uh, yeah. I've heard yeah, of all of these my people. Way or, yeah. Yeah. Not everyone. Well, that, I guess that's a pretty eclectic group. Someone, Everyone's probably heard of at least one of those people. Right. Yeah. It, because those are all artists that you can hear uh, that they would have some uh, classical instrumentation in them. Right. You know. Um, although Metallica plays with the symphony sometimes. That's true. Yeah. I, that's on the bucket list. Is Hopefully it? Metallica. No, but now it is. I, Yay. But, I, yeah, I just sort of found my way into these different gigs. You know, you start gigging around New York and you meet one person who contracts and then you meet other people. So it's just been kind of a, a fun sort of, oh. Now I'm. I got just got asked to play with Bjork. Okay, I'll show up at this time and, and do this. And then, oh, now the same Bjork contractor is contracting through this. You know, playing with the, let's say this band on the Tonight Show or something. So it's like it's kind of just bouncing around and 
being available and you find yourself amongst these really interesting prominent artists. Yeah, you know? that's fantastic. And then it, uh, Broadway, that's another thing that I'm sure I was just in New York. I just went to Broadway shows. And oh, cool. Yeah, I was looking down at the orchestra pit at uh, the Music Man because that was my gift to my girlfriend. Nice. Was some tickets to watch Hugh Jackman sing a dance <laughs> that cost me three months pay or whatever it was, but it was fine. It was a great show. I can't complain. And I watch these people and I go, wow, what a gig that is to be uh, in the pit. Is that where you were performing on these shows? Yeah, mostly in the pit. Wow. A couple of them were on stage, which is fun because oh, you get okay. to see the action. But yeah. normally we're in the pit, as you saw. And it's a, it's a different world down there. I mean, people are, I shouldn't give away these industry secrets, <laughs> but, you know, some people have played the show thousands of times. So they're reading Kindles on their music. Oh, band wow. as they play. We, people have the books memorized, you know, really? so it's, um, it's really like a whole other universe. Yeah. I never uh, got so familiar with a show that I wasn't reading yeah. it off the page. So. But yeah, if something ran so long and you were with it, I would guess you could, you would just know what you're doing at that point. Which probably makes the show memory. really good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would think that would make the show good at that point, right? Well, it depends. It could be good or bad, depending on how distracted mm. people are. Yeah. But, you know, they take the job seriously. <laughs> they know what they can get away with and not hurt the show, I think. so. Yeah. And, and then I saw this uh, while I was in New York. I saw, I, I don't know if you've seen this. I know you're a New Yorker. Uh, the, uh, what is it called? It's the... Um, the Rock of uh, no, what it's the Radio City Christmas Spectacular with the Rockettes. Oh yeah, that's a big one. A lot of my friends were in that orchestra this year. Were they big, really? Okay, because that's my gig, question. You know? That after all the I don't know if you've ever seen that show, but of all the wacky stuff they do in there, and like it's super cheesy and the whole thing, right? It's super Christmas, mm -hmm. it's ridiculous. But oh, this yeah. band is in the pit, and then they're the pit lifts up and the band comes up and now they're like on a riser and then they go back down and then they come out at the end of the show. Then that whole riser moves. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything yeah. like that. I actually saw it this year just because my really? friend was playing it and I thought it'd be fun. And I've seen it before and yeah, they're on a whole band car. Yeah, yeah. Have, you know, you have to get on it before the show starts or if you miss the car, <laughs> you know. You I was so like, moving. I swear to God, I was, because me and my girlfriend, I don't say we went, I want to say we went as a goof, but it was sort of like, all right, let's go to this half price ticket booth, see what the tickets cost. You know, it's running totally. like four times a day. So let's go get the, the you know, it was 35 bucks to sit at the top of the Radio City or whatever. So we went. And that was the thing that I took away was that bandstand was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really cool. And then they have, they have all this livestock, too, for the niche. Yes. I mean, I just be backstage of that must be insane. <laughs> and there's, there's like cattle, there's musicians, there's ty very tired dancers. <laughs> they must be. And, and, and then I said, yeah. uh, I was describing this at uh, one of our family Christmas things, and I, and I said, do you remember? And then, like, the ice skating rink came up, and the bus came out, and my girlfriend goes, there was no ice skating rink. And I go, yeah, there was. And she's like, no, there wasn't. <laughs> I said, yes, in all of the stuff going on, you missed the people ice skating. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there's a I mean, is it a real ice skating rink or is it just like a slippery I, surface? I think it's a piece of plastic. I think that's what they do when it's indoors. But they were ice skating. I mean, that's what it looked like. You know, they're 
kind of recreated right. Central Park. It was insane. But uh, yeah, I mean, the production, it's it makes my makes me stressed if I actually start thinking about, you know, what goes into it. Yeah. How, how it all comes together <laughs> in that. Yeah. Well, listen, the people listening don't know this yet, but me putting the show together today was stressful because. Oh, yeah. <laughs> problems. I'm using this. And this also, by the way, you've done this show before, but with uh, yeah. the old host, Tom McCarthy, he's mm-hmm. moved on, Tom. And he's handed it over to me. I was the producer of the show, and now I'm the host. So this is actually my first uh, show as the host. This one right now? This one right now. You and I talking is the first interview I've done as the host of Comedy Castle Podcast. I'm honored, and you're doing an incredible um, job. I'm, you're letting anytime there's a lull, you have a great next <laughs> thing to say. Because I, I often let there be lulls. I'm not very good at keeping the conversation going. Well, but you're keeping it going. I'm trying. So. I, we're going to let you go because I don't want to keep you too long. But this weekend, <laughs> I'm telling you, come see Isabel. It's so great. You guys are going to have a great time. Um, now I was looking this up. Am I wrong? Is there no album or special from Isabel Hagen? There's no album or special. Oh. Just uh, just clips right now and, yeah. you know, YouTube sets. And there should be a dry bar special coming out, but oh. it's not out yet. Oh, so you've, have you score. taped it? I taped it. Oh, so nice. keep an eye out for that. And there, there certainly will be uh, other stuff in the future, yeah. but I'm, I'm still in the development process of this one show I'm doing. So. Okay. So we'll we'll see. Because that's what I was going to say. I'm like, are these people blind and deaf that make these specials? I'm going like, what do we got to do? Let's make a special this weekend. Come on. You got a phone. Let's I got a phone. It. That's a two camera shoot right there. We're halfway there. I mean, we could. We but, could just do it. But you got dry bar now. You got that. Uh, you got that Utah money behind you. Oh, yeah. You got oh, those yeah. Mormons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Please. Don't put I don't them down. Like what I, do. <laughs> I will no, put them great. down. <laughs> I think they're great. I just think if they come to a, another show of mine, they might not like it. Oh. Because, you know, I did my I did my best clean twenty yeah. for the dry bar. Yeah, but I'm not clean. You know, right? I'm, yeah, uh, I'm quite filthy. Yeah, but there's also the viola, so you know, it's, yeah. it's classy filthy. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that that is happening for you. And dry bar, to their credit, has done. I mean, they do a really great job. You know, we show those clips uh, before the show. You know, we run like the next five acts or something. And, you know, we've been using one of your tonight shows. But a lot of the guys, it's a dry bar special. And you're just looking at going, oh, that looks so good. That and it Mm -hmm. sounds good. Mm -hmm. And it's really great video. And it's a really great opportunity for comedians. So I don't want to put down the dry bar people. They're doing no, no, they're fantastic. <laughs> they're doing they're very good, good at what they do. They're doing a good job. They so are. we'll look forward to that. And we'll yes. look forward to this weekend. Is there anything uh, in Detroit that you're looking forward to? I mean, is there anything? And I'm, I'm, if you came to Royal Oak in the summer, is that what you said you, when you came before? Yeah, it was lovely in the summer. Yeah. Well, we have a skating so. rink now. Okay. If you want to well, skate. Uh, it's like you can walk to it. It's like... Next to the club, essentially. There's a park with a skating rink. I probably won't because I tend to fall and hurt myself. (laughs) I I just, I can't, you know, I can't do anything physical. Okay. But, uh. (laughs) Well, it's, that's to say, when you come to Detroit, especially Royal Oak in the summer, it's one thing. And then in the winter, it's pretty much just freezing cold and get me to the next place. And, uh, try not to freeze. Yeah, you'll be all right. Well, you're a New Yorker. Yeah. That's the same. That's that's the same weather. 
Yeah, I can handle the cold. It's yeah. just, uh, you know, can my, my fingers, they got to keep them warm. Oh. Viol- keep nimble. Keep that viola, viola safe. Fingers. Yes. <laughs> Send that over. Special delivery. Yeah. We'll have a, yeah, right. we'll have a guy come pick that up special. Oh, great. <laughs> You're going to walk, but the viola will be ridden in the back of a town car. Yes. yes. <laughs> I will say the very nice staff at the comedy castle. Yes. I got a call and offering to get a ride. And I was like, it's a, isn't it like a five minute walk? And they're like, yeah, but it, we offer a ride. We, you know? we offer a ride. I might be the ride. Bill might be the ride. Yeah. The other guy works for sure. Who knows? Probably Dave will be the yeah. ride. He likes you that much. We'll have Dave pick you up. Oh, that's great. Well, looking forward to seeing Dave. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you, and everyone should be that's listening to this. Uh, Isabel Hagen, this weekend, Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle, Thursday to Saturday, five shows. Go to ComedyCastle.com, get those tickets, and uh, we'll see you. It's going to be fun. Great. All right. Isabel, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for putting up with my technical issues. Not at all. I'm calling you you later than I'm supposed to. I apologize. No. This is my out. this is my first show, and yeah, I, you know, you always remember your first show. I'm, I'm honored. I'm really honored to be the first. <laughs> right. You know, it doesn't Sounds seem like good. your first. Well, so, hey, you know. I've done other shows, but not this show. Right, not this show. <laughs> I didn't mean to patronize you about the, like filling the silences. It's just that is some as a podcast interviewer myself. That's yeah. the thing I always worry about, though. Well, I think you know? I told you. I don't think the people heard it, but I say I can't shut up sometimes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's I'm, not a problem for you. No, I'll just talk all day, and I'll feel like you know. Right. But but we're here to promote you and celebrate you and and what you do, which is great and uh, so funny. Come out to the comedy castle. Thanks again, Isabel. We'll see you. All right. All right. Bye bye. I didn't. I couldn't tell you're still on there. I'm gonna cut it. Yeah, because I got silent when I said I can't shut up. Then I shut up. Then you thought I was still talking, or I hung up. I didn't. I didn't realize that last part was still (laughs) part of it. But that's great. Now you get a technical thing is broken. All right. So was that my fault at the end there? Because I guess I just stopped talking, and then because I stopped talking, she thought I hung up, but I didn't. And I think she thought that I stopped talking means I hung up because I don't stop talking. That is a thing that I've said more than once now on this show. <laughs> but I can't keep my mouth shut. And I can't. But what a fun first show. What a great interview. Isabel uh, is so funny. You guys got to come out this weekend. Again, five shows, Thursday to Saturday. Get your tickets. Go on ComedyCastle.com. Come see Isabel. You're going to have a good time. And apologies to Joe List. Maybe that didn't come out as I wanted it either. That Joe List, uh, I want to punch him. It's not that I want to punch Joe List because he's a great comedian and I like the guy a lot. But he has kind of a punchable face. I think he'd admit that. I think if, if maybe I'll get Joe on the show one day and we'll build this up. We'll build this up for weeks and months till Joe List comes back on the Comedy Castle podcast. And we'll talk about if he has a punchable face. But I don't want to punch anybody. I don't want to. I love everybody. I love you for listening. Thank you for listening. It was a great first show, I think. I think so. And uh, there'll be more. So come join us every week here. Comedy Castle podcast. I want to thank a couple people. First of all, you got to thank Tom McCarthy for hanging over the handing the reins over. As of this week, his face is still on the website and everything. So, and and and, uh, and the music, of course, is Tom's son playing guitar. So let's thank him for that as well. Uh, thanks to Mark Ridley for giving me a shot at doing this show. 
because he could have just said, eh, no more podcasts, ran its course. We don't need that. But he said, ah, Joel, you take it over. You do it. Do what you can do. Make it fun. So I'm doing that. So thanks to Mark uh, Ridley, of course, for everything. Uh, thanks to my friend Ted Moss for helping me technically get the show working. Although all the tests I did with my friend Ted Moss, who's a comedian as well, were all for naught because when I tried to get a hold of Isabel Hagen, nothing worked. But here we are. I think the show worked. I think the show was fun. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. All right. We'll see you then. Catch you later, guys. Bye.